0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Aesop Abstinent, a bonus miniseries from us here at the King James Virgin. Yep. Uh, you may notice that it's been a while since uh, you've heard an Aesop Abstinent segment in yeah. our normal show. It's clearly very much missed by all of us. It's questionably beloved. Oh, I mean, it's beloved by us. I don't know if it's the re- like everybody else belo- <laughs> loves it, but we do. Uh, and this one is showing up in your main feed, uh, but from now on, uh, these Aesop Abstinent... Uh, mini episodes uh, will be patron exclusive. Yeah. So um, if you would like to hear more of these, um, you can get your own little private RSS feed uh, over at our Patreon. Yeah, we figured that uh, it would be a nice way of saying thank you to all the people who are helping support this show. Our episodes kind of have gotten long enough where we don't need to to, to pad them. And uh, so we figured this would be a great way to kind of kill multiple birds with one stone. So uh, if you want to help support or you're just a massive Aesop fan. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash kgvpod or go to our website, kingjamesvirgin.com, and there are links there to get to our Patreon. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So here we are uh, Aesop has been sold. To Xanthus, the philosopher. Uh, Xanthus has taken Aesop home to his wife. Who didn't like him? Uh, it's like a will they, won't they sort <laughs> of. <laughs> um, Have we
1: thrown up things yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was
0: that was pre-Xanthus. Great. Is this uh, like a Rachel Bilson thing where you hated her for the first season of the OC, but then like I by not, season yeah, this two, two, three. I not know like, what that reference You guys didn't watch the OC? No. no. Oh. Um. So... Uh, Aesop is basically uh, he is he is Xanthus's slave let's just come straight out with it yeah um, We're okay no isn't he a servant like. <laughs> Right. Like, well, is <laughs> he was purchased. He right. was purchased. Uh, and he Xanthus has a lot of followers. He's a great philosopher. Supposedly Aesop is kind of like there to poke holes in a lot of his greatness and really? theories. Yeah. Like, so Xanthus will go around philosophizing and then Aesop will be like, <laughs> actually, yeah,"
1: but only in writing.
0: <laughs> um, at this point, I believe that he actually he, he talks. talks now. Yes, because okay. for um, a while or they've there... gotten him like a marquee or something that he can just write. Scrib- yeah, <laughs> scribble he, he was mute for a bit. Yeah, he, he has a, a, a... I m- I miss that. He has a, a blackboard tablet where
1: he just, like, writes snarky comments and holds them You him miss up. him
0: being mute?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe he has, like, a Stephen Hawking's... Because
0: then, like, just a oh. story would be over. He has he has nothing more to tell. Well, he just has to write fast. Yeah, okay. At what or, point or does or he sign.
1: Get, when does he get his typewriter? Because
0: I, I picture him, like like, Ernest Hemingway just out there, like... Sure. Uh, well, we don't know that yet. Uh, right now, Xanthus is still taking him around and showing him like. Why does
1: Xanthus take him I, around? I don't
0: know. He, okay. Xanthus, ha- I think because he's a philosopher, he had like he there is that combative element. Okay, like he wants to. Adam
1: Xanthus is a cat person. Does that make sense? Yes. No. Okay. One hundred percent. That's all we need to say. Uh, okay. Fight me, coward. <laughs> um. So uh,
0: Xanthus takes Aesop to a garden to buy some herbs. Okay. <laughs> fresh herbs. Got it. Probably now, not. here's the thing. I have to accept a lot when we're doing the Bible shit. Adam, accept it.
1: No, I'm whatever. It just. Well, no, you buy dried herbs from the market. You buy fresh herbs from a garden. Yeah. Makes
0: sense. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with it. It just the amount of things that re- like revolve around like Do- secondary f- food. <laughs> Do we know what
1: <laughs> yes, kind of herbs? True. No. That's disappointing. Actually,
0: um, sage rosemary and thyme. Okay. So the gardener is making small talk with Xanthus. Uh, he mentions, the gardener does, that he admires. Um, he's like, boy, you know, all these plants, uh, these weeds and trees and shit seem to grow way faster than any of my food. You know, like, a. <laughs> oh. And Xanthus uh, uh, is, is interested and, uh, in fact, offers meaning to. To the gardener, and the gardener implores him to say, "Like, w- w- what is the meaning of this? Why, why do other plants grow faster than my crops do?" And Xanthus, the philosopher, right, says, "Not the botanist, <laughs> no, n- n- no." Uh, says, "Well, providence will have it so." Weird line from a philosopher. Yeah, fuck you. Okay, um, it's, it's an off day. <laughs> uh, Aesop, uh, as is Aesop. Uh, loses his shit he is cackling and like this fucking guy come on man um and xanthus kind of challenges him and says well what like if you have a better answer let's let's hear it and so here is his answer the earth is in the nature of a mother to what she brings forth of herself out of her own bowels whereas she not,
1: is not how giving birth
0: works <laughs> whereas she is only a kind of step-dame in the production of plants that are cultivated and assisted by the help and industry of another so that it's natural for her to withdraw her nourishment from the one towards the relief of the other the gardener finds this very satisfying
1: <laughs>
0: do you find it satisfying
1: Hold on. The gardener finds it satisfying. What Aesop has essentially said is you didn't do a good enough job. It got a little uh, involved with the patriarchy there for a minute. It did. Oh, absolutely. Um, but then I'm not sure. Does that mean the garden is anti-patriarchy and that's why she favors the weeds? It seems like that, right? Okay. Um, Fighting back against the man.
0: the and for whatever reason, the gardener is thrilled with this answer. I like dandelion. Xanthus so. is ashamed of himself because he hasn't thought as hard on this as Aesop appears to have. Right. Although Aesop's thoughts tend to be kind of like mm, jabby, a little like snarky. Yeah. Um, the gardener is so satisfied with Aesop's answer that he takes no money for the herbs. And, what? and he tells Aesop that uh, he's welcome to use the garden uh, for his own from here on out. Oh shit! So this is important to the story of of the life of Aesop. Uh, now we will get to our actual fable of the day. Oh, okay, right Got because it. this is the whole thing. I, his I, I, his I, life is a, but a series of fables. This, this is a like side by side biography. And that story. There are a bunch of fables that we won't do that basically just perfectly mimic that story, almost word for word. Okay. <laughs> um, so today's fable is the stag and the oxen. THE STAG AND THE OXEN A stag that was hard set by the huntsman betook himself to a stall for sanctuary, and prevailed with the oxen to conceal him the best they could. So they covered him with straw, and by and by in comes the keeper to dress the cattle and to feed them, and when he had done his work he went his way without any discovery. The stag reckoned himself by this time to be all out of danger, but one of the oxen that had more brains than his fellows advised him not to be too confident neither. For the servant, says he, is a puzzling fool that heeds nothing. But when my master comes, he'll have an eye here and there and everywhere, and will most certainly find ye out. Upon the very speaking of the word, in comes the master, and he spies out twenty faults, I warrant ye. This was not well, and that was not well. Till at last, as he was prying and groping up and down, he felt the horns of the stag under the straw, and so made prize of him.
1: What is the moral? Don't trust the help! Yeah, no, if you want to, <laughs> if, if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself.
0: Kabang, yeah. there we go. The moral, he that would be sure to have his business well done must either do it himself or see the doing of it. Dude. Beside that many a good servant is spoiled by a careless master.
1: I have had employees. <laughs> yeah, no, that this is 100% accurate. true. <laughs> Shout out to my many employees <laughs> who do listen to this podcast. <laughs> I, I, mi- I miss you. I, I do like you just threw them all under the bus and also
0: at the same time. Yeah. It's like,
1: hey, guys, <laughs> fuck you. Shout out. It's, it is kind of weird, though. Like, no, because anyone I, you hire will never be as emotionally invested true. as you are. Yeah. Like, if I hire someone to make a latte, they're going to make the shit out of a latte, uh-huh. but they're never going to care like about everything because they're not paid to uh, uh, see also
0: why I don't have employees. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like so uh, the last fable that we did, uh, a fox and grapes, was one that caused uh, a, a decent amount of discontent among the viewing audience. I remember being pissed as hell about it. Yes, do not at all remember the fable. Right. So uh, this one there was a trial <laughs> that was That's one right. before the the like fox universe. Whatever. <laughs> um, but this
1: one, I feel like. Uh,
0: how well, do we feel about this one? Yeah. I like the idea of one of the oxen having more brains than the others. That I like that. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. There's always a, a, a
1: foxy oxen. <laughs> I have I have nothing nothing wrong with this one. Great, short of like the image of like an oxen like using its hooves to like maneuver hay hey. on top of something.
0: Right, that nah, just doesn't work. <laughs> I I did appreciate the mirroring of the uh, tale of Aesop and the garden with the garden.
1: Oh yeah, there you
0: feeding. go. Sure. Weirdly,
1: uh, weird weird it's synergy. Just a f-
0: fun little overlap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is. Uh, I have. I, have I no like problems. the overlap of figs. <laughs> yes
0: the, the fig story is going to
1: be hard to beat no but i don't just know both the universes there's a th- lot of figs it's true
0: we live in that world we need more problems. i was gonna say we need more problems where the <laughs> the easy immediate answer is just like vomit all over the floor <laughs> make everybody else do it right too. like well you do it yep i did my bit <laughs> <laughs> i just we don't you don't run into those problems anymore like you just don't no one ever comes up to me. He's like, Adam, did you eat all the fi- all the figs? <laughs> well, I can prove it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, yeah. That, uh, I guess I've also never been a stag in a, in a, in an oxen, uh, uh, barn. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> That uh, closes out this installment of the Aesop Abstinent. I like that one. Thank you, our patrons, for listening to this mini series, And thanks to Fountain Sun for the use of our theme Aesop off of the album Sweep the Temple on Gnome Life Records. Produced by Sonic.